Not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Tangent alert! Whoa. For Sunday, the 5th of December, 2010. This is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. And I'm Grail. And we're unexpectedly doing a show today. Who knew? Woohoo! Mm, I didn't. <laughs> well, you, you did after you call and <laughs> yeah, said, exactly. hey, are we doing a show today? Well, I thought you were on your way to Lake Havasu City. And we will be yes. after the show. Yes. <laughs> Unless you... my eardrums. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it is a little loud today. How about now? All right. Whole delicate balance between being able to hear what the heck you're doing and blasting out your exactly. own eardrums with singing gnomes. La mm-hmm. la 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 la. So yeah, uh, we weren't sure what the heck we were doing today uh, because we've got the in the mix of Daxa, Grail, and Io all heading out to Lake Havasu City at what turns out to be a variable time today. Yes. Uh, Daxa, sadly, uh, working in retail in the Christmas season, kind of, sort of, had to work today. So she's stuck until a couple hours from now, which means that the road trip will be an evening road trip. Yeah. And you'll be caravanning it because you've got a whole bunch of people going. Yeah, like sort sort of kind of well, depends maybe, on yeah. how much illness comes into factor now. So we've had oh, we have illness we too. Have, yeah. We have illness and injury. Yeah, we will see. Yeah, who I'm, can make it <laughs> on the injury uh, front? Poor Gwenora. Uh, yeah, herniated a disc. Yep, <laughs> or something. They're not entirely sure, but did something to his neck uh, Wednesday, which is pretty much sidelined him. Yes. Uh, I did get to see him just now, picked him up over at Fry's Electronics and ferried him home, because he's not allowed to drive right now, doctor's orders. How did he get the Fry's? Uh, Got a ride. Another friend met him, picked him up at home, (laughs) took him to breakfast, deposited him at Fry's, where I picked up the stewardship of the Gwenora at that point, and ushered him home. Uh, And then got here just in time to (laughs) turn the rig on that you guys had uh, generously put together for me. And got us on the air because, hey, turns out we're doing a show. So what piece of Fry's goodness was worth uh, risking paralysis for? Well, not a matter of risking paralysis. He's not <laughs> restricted to bed. He's just not permitted to drive the old vehicle himself, which involves a lot more twisting of the head yep. and looking about than just riding in a car. So uh, he was there getting uh, bits and pieces for a uh, radio he is building, I believe. He's doing a, a from-the-circuit-board-up kit. Uh, oh, cool. So we were getting soldering uh, materials because he's going to learn himself soldering, ah. which is no small undertaking. Uh, <coughs> if anyone who out there who knows what it's like to learn how to solder individual integrated circuits onto boards can attest. Because okay, soldering integrated circuits is different from general soldering. Even, even general soldering is a soldering very is very specific skill set if you're going to be good at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can remember, like I remember my dad soldering. Silver. Well, that's that's jewelry. This is jewelry like electronic making. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so it's like that. That was my first experience and exposure to. Hey, let's just melt this little bit of metal down and connect two pieces of metal mm-hmm. together yeah. with molten parts. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
And then, you know, in, in engineering, you take the, uh, the bolts and you superheat them. And you put them through the other. They, this was turn of the century construction. They would superheat the Riveting. bolts, put them in rivet, yeah. yeah, pound them into place, and then they would melt the the steel around where the red hot rivet went in. Yep, and that created the the permanent connection. Different critter. Yeah, I used to do oh. chip soldering on the old PlayStation ones. Oh God! Mm. Don't say that on the air. The, I the, know the, the Sony police will come for no, you. No, no, no. It was purely for. Educational. Uh, purely, I only use it for bombs. medicinal <laughs> yeah, purposes. There, there, there's no way you can justify doing that other than, yeah, I did it to play backup games. But did several of them. Eventually, I, I got better at it. But, yeah, but your first tries at it, you leave these gigantic globs of solder yeah. on your board. You're like, ooh. The hope best, that still conducts. <laughs> the best advice I ever got is to get an old expansion card or something from a computer that's dead. Yeah. And practice your desoldering and resoldering yeah. skills on something that totally does, does not, not matter. matter. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And apparently it's going to turn, turn you around into a very profitable thing. I know a guy who runs a, a local ISP, and they'll often get just boxes and boxes of boards and stuff at, at fire sale prices when other oh, yeah. organizations go out of business. And the ability to resolder just individual components on some very high-end networking cards has made him lots of money. Oh, I'm sure. So it's like replacing an individual resistor that has gone bad or has gotten shaved off the surface of the board, yeah. desoldering it from a junker board and soldering it to the surface of a working board. Hey, this thing sells for $1,300. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, even used. Well, even your just that skill set. I, uh, Daxa used to work for a company that did boards for chip testing, chip uh, um I think it was either throughput testing or just ch- testing the electrical connect- connections on chips. Right. And since it was a small company, it's not like they had a, a you know an automated press to make their testing boards. So right. they actually employed people who just did the soldering. And they made serious bank. Yeah, that is a definite uh, skill set. In an era where that kind of skill set is uh, going away. Yeah, <laughs> so much is automated, and so many components are considered. Not worth the time to do a component level repair on. You just, you just pitch it and buy a new one. Oh yeah. So I mean, that, that's enough time to oh. let go by uh, ignoring. Harry, what do you think? Um, yeah, yeah. I, we, I, I, I suppose always, we could ignore. I'm always it. good with lots of time going by. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> As time goes by. Yeah. If you are joining us live. As well you should be, because it is a a significantly different experience to listening to the podcast. Yes. You should be joining us in Internet Relay Chat, which is accessible by going to vtwproductions.com and clicking on the chat button at the top of the page. There's chat plus video. If you have a webcam, go there. See other people's mugs and show your mug to them. And I'm not talking about coffee. If you do not have a webcam, just simply choose chat and join us in Internet Relay Chat, where you will find our very own IRC representative in the form of the Barry Von Awesome, Barry VA. Barry White, save my life. If you have something you wish to bring to our attention during the show, please send a personal message to the Barry Von Awesome, and he will bring it to our attention. Please do not pee on the show hosts directly in the IRC, we will summarily ignore you. If you want to send stuff... He deliberately th- says peon now instead of PM. Did you notice that? Penis. Yeah. Oh, last several weeks, look at that. The last several weeks in a row, he's deliberately said it as peon instead yeah, of PM. It's entirely possible. Yeah. I am, ju- I am actually verifiably that immature. Well, I think also it's... It- it it's never hurts to say don't pee on the show host. Please so, yeah. do not yeah. pee. In case the there's any confusion there, 
We don't want you to pee on us. Now, I know I can count on the IRC <laughs> to unleash. <laughs> Just in case anyone was confused on this point. This is not one of our things. I know our live listeners, and you do need to say these things out loud. Yes. In, in plain English. Yeah. Uh, and specifically, and I'm refusing to look at the IRC now because I know they will be slash peeing all over me, and I don't want I don't want to report from a, a person in the field either. Grail, it's getting a little, uh, a little R. Kelly in the. Uh, oh IRC. my goodness! Well, I will tell you that that uh, I have an arch nemesis in my lap. She is getting bigger and bigger and bigger by the week at this point. She'll she's have her now, own mic stand soon. She's pretty much. She's almost sitting on her own. Um, and, and biting, biting is bite, biting, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> using those two teeth <laughs> she just to great effect, grabbed Rawr. my finger and stuck it in her mouth and bit down. <laughs> really what hard. do humans taste like? Are parents <laughs> edible? Are you viable nutrition? Exactly. <laughs> Let's just test the limits. Shall we? She doesn't even look like it was startling to her. She oh, just this just belongs here. I'm yep. just testing the universe through the senses that are provided to me. Yeah. Om nom 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 nom. <laughs> There's no morality here. No. Ah, There's just, just new experiences. That's right. Stimulus response. Stimulus. Yes. Ooh, mommy makes a neat face when I do this. Let's do that again. Yeah, really she's uh mm-hmm. she is interesting in her little panda feet pajamas. I love the little footed pajamas that have little little animal faces on the feet. It, it's just, I don't know why. They're yeah. just adorable. It's it is it one of those little things that you know came into popularity in the time between child one and child two. Because it, it's interesting, you know, we, we had summarily just you know, stopped paying attention to all things baby. Because oh, yeah. we had moved on to toddler and then child right, and then right, boy. Right. And suddenly doing this 180 back into Babyville and yep. realizing uh, in, even in that short span of time. Things have changed. Things have changed and things are new and different and just different enough to mess you up sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I watched a couple of episodes of Walking Dead. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I got to see uh, – oh, oh, my goodness. So I got to see a couple of episodes of that and um, it was uh, – yeah, I can't watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it's pretty good though, right? It's very okay. good, it's but too good. It, yeah. it was one of those, you know, they for, had for that. You. Well, yeah, because they have the you know the a whole little family there, but it's right. really the mom and they've got the seven year old boy, yeah, seven eight year old boy, yeah. and I'm like the hitting home. Nope, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, can't watch this. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> little too close to home. So for uh, those that can watch it, though, the season finale is on tonight. Uh, so. That's going to be it, because they only did six episodes, because I'm guessing they weren't sure. <laughs> well, what's interesting is they renewed them yeah. one episode in yeah. for a second season. They're like, okay, we, so know, we, we are doing like, we are doing a second season. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think the second season is like 13 episodes. Yeah. They signed them for a full season for the second season. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, the definition of full season varies from network to network. So so AMC, 13 is a full order. Yeah. Versus in... 22. Um, yeah, most other... Are twenty two? Well, except BBC, your BBC, yeah. They're eight or nine. It's whatever. Yeah. It's whatever, all craziness. Whatever you know, between pints, they decide this year is is enough. Or if they're even doing a series at all this year, sometimes they'll take shows off. Yeah, just because. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stay in bed for a couple of months, so we'll we'll see you next next year next series. Oh, there you go. Those oh. Damn limeys. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not bitter. <laughs> On the upside, though, uh, in the matter of general television geekdom, sure. For the first time since the uh, reintroduction of Doctor Who to the Wild, 
the Christmas special will air in the U.S. in real time. Ooh. On Christmas. On Christmas. Wow. So BBC America yeah. will be bringing it to us without the several-month delay we've experienced previously. So we'll actually get the, it looks like a Christmas Carol-esque uh, Christmas special this year with the 11th Doctor uh, playing the part of the various ghosts for, I don't know what reason, but it looks, it looks cute and fun. Okay, now you're just teasing me. She's messing with him. The child she is definitely is, jerking on she, your strings. She is definitely tap dancing on, on my strings here today. She's got the marionette action going and going um, strong. Well, this is one of the things you learned. I was describing this to a girlfriend of mine last night who doesn't have children. And I said, you know, there's this period where up to about six months, kids, they, they want five things. They only need and want five things, right? And you take care of those five things. And that's it. They're good. They're happy. If they're crying, if you they're, go down the list and you're going to hit it you're going to hit it And you're going to hit it eventually and then they're taken care of and everything's good. Right around six months, they discover that the world is a fascinating place. Yep. And then it becomes all about the fact that they can only really see the world if you're carrying them around. Yeah. And doing things with them. Therefore, it becomes imperative, however they manage it in their minds, to make you carry them around as much as humanly possible. Uh-huh. And that is where she is. Yep. So we run down the list of five things, and she's still unhappy. And we say, hmm. all right. You're just messing with us. You're just messing with me now. Because you're bored. Yep. Because you want to go and see some stuff, something that's new. So off we go to do something else. Mm-hmm. Or... She tap dances on the last nerve, and she gets to be put in her crib for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and then the baby monitor gets turned Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's just a... That's one thing that the second round of parenting has taught us is, or that we learned the first go-around that makes this go-around a little bit easier, is the deep understanding that sometimes they just need to cry themselves to sleep. Yeah. And that doesn't make you a bad parent no. to do that. First time you get to your first child, you're like you're just certain that you are torturing your child, and you're the worst person ever, and you're going to go straight to hell. Though I already was, so I'll just save you a spot at the bar. And this time you're like, I've made sure you are sheltered, you are fed, you are clean, you are dry, you're warm, you're still screaming. I've get, I will, I'll go to the extra step. I'll give you a little painkiller because you're teething. Mm-hmm. And okay, uh, you just want to cry yourself to sleep. I'm going to go watch Top Gear. Yeah. I mean, sometimes <laughs> they just need a shot of whiskey. Sometimes they just need, you know, a little heroin. See, about that. <laughs> about that <laughs> parenting role. About that, that second kid. You just sort of understand <sighs> them. These things. See, you're doing it wrong. The black tar heroin is for the parents. Oh, okay. See. You Don't do them. drugs, kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ah. Uh. But anyway, then there was a kind of silence. Yeah. I, think, I think we need to be... Oh yeah, here, here we go, yeah. Get, get Grail. Crack? Mm. Grail, you're supposed to look in the IRC for something. Do not look at the IRC. That makes for bad radio. We need a zombie in the IRC. Get Grail to look in the IRC, says Dread Knight. Brains. Brains. I have no idea. Brains. I have no idea. Yeah. So, um... Anyway, so this past week has been an exercise in kind of getting ready for Christmas. Sort of. Sort of. We at least got the house decorated, but we don't have the tree yet inside. Um, You know, it has been watching Alexa actually move into this phase that she's in now. Um, More interesting than before. Figuring out the details of the Havasu trip for the launch party. For those of you who Um, have been living under a rock... 
Uh, we have just go to the front page of vtwproductions.com and check out the countdown to Cataclysm. We have a whole lineup of shows <laughs> leading up to the three-hour launch party spectacular. Three hours. Bomb, a three-hour tour. Three-hour tour, exactly. Where Grail, Daxa, Io will be live in Lake Havasu City, and I will be hosting the show from here in in Phoenix, Arizona. So we'll all be on the air together, uh, but they will actually have the uh, real live victims in line there yeah. to, to bring on the air. Yeah. It was it was fun last it time. It was a great deal of yeah. fun last time. I'm hoping that Grandma's there again. Yeah, I know. That was awesome. Grandma the Horty. Yeah. Needs to be the, the like PV- hardcore PvP. Hardcore PvP. Horty. Grandma yeah. Horty. Exactly. Like, needs to be there again. Down. Yeah. That'd For the neat. Horde. So, yeah, we'll definitely uh, have a good time there and see what the folks in Havasu... Because the, the great thing about Havasu is they have this Hastings... And literally, I think that's like the only place they yeah. can get Clack Cataclysm. It is. So basically, is. everybody in the town that plays WoW, which it's is gonna be there. a few hundred people, will be there. So it's actually a big, big deal. Yeah. It's an event. Yeah, it is quite the event. Uh. So from uh, 9 to midnight Mountain Time. Yes. Which is 11 to 2 a.m. Eastern, Eastern Time. And it's some other time, GMT. Yeah. Just, just look Things at are page. happening overseas. We're not sure. I did the math <laughs> and put it up on the front page post so I didn't have to ever remember it again. Uh, right. So it's already done. Go go read it. I and, think we're minus seven there. or something so like we're that. We're GMT, GMT minus seven right now. Yes, yeah. exactly. So basically for U.S., the East Coast will be an hour before the East Coast gets their copies, basically. Correct. We'll be beginning yeah. our broadcast yes. an hour before they get yeah. to right. play right. theirs. Now, I'm not sure. I think it's usually, I don't, it's usually Pacific time. So they're going to hold off on unleashing I honestly don't know. Pacific. I haven't okay. researched it yet. Huh. Anyone who uh, lets us know can email us. To, I'm sure we'll know before tomorrow's show. <laughs> we'll be brushed up on that. But of course. Yeah. Uh, if you do want to email the show, the email address is the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. Right. Send them now. We demand your thoughts. Get down. Get down. Get down again. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a bomb. What? Uh, Time to take boy. my tortillas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> tortilla, tortilla boy. boy. <laughs> exactly. Holy Time, moly. You got, you got to get out of here. You got to get out. <laughs> There's a bomb. Oh, man. Ah, the good old garbled Arnie. That was uh, Pablo Francisco. Pablo Francisco yeah. does so many good... That was classic, though. He does the, the the bit about the movie voice guy in a world. Yeah, in a world. <laughs> I can't even approach his no, level of expertise. No. It's just amazing, though. Look up Pablo Francisco yeah. on the interwebs and look for his uh, movie voice. Movie guy. voice or Little Tortilla Boy. Little Tortilla Boy. That, that works Starring good. Arnold, yeah, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger is Get Down. <laughs> little Tortilla, tortilla Boy. boy. <laughs> There's a bit of a tangent there. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> but uh, well we're hey, in the tangent section. Well. So what are you, know, yeah. you going to do? We're going to go on tangents. It's a, uh, there are a lot of hordies today at the dance party. It's um, pretty darn cool. Let me put it that way. A lot of the casually hardcore crew came over. Yay! So, Look and uh, I am uh, waiting for the girl to lose her patience here. But, uh, <laughs> so far, she's like, all right, just watching the little characters on the screen. Little yeah. ticking time yes, bomb of babiness yes. over there. See so the uh, oh. the big patch went in uh, the sundering. Yeah, yeah. So all the. The big world changes we touched on. Shattering, right? Shattering, yeah. Yeah, not sundering. Yeah, sundering was a book from 
a long while ago. Way, yeah. way back. <laughs> the first go-round of this First go-round of this type of thing happening. Exactly. Because, yeah, yeah there was the whole initial forming of the maelstrom. Yes, yeah. The destruction of the uh, Well of Eternity. Yep. Yeah. Way to go, Night Elves. Yeah. 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 Thank God they can be mages again. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that worked so well last time. You're feeling so good about that, aren't <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Just ask the highborn. <laughs> so from but, a yeah, from a storyline, from a lore perspective, that's a. Um, so yeah, I mean, Canada yeah. really though is going to be obviously the new zones for the eighties, uh, right. eighty to eighty-five. You're going to of course get the two new races, and you get archaeology right. and the new raids. But the stuff like the new class race combos are all in. The new quests for the low levels are all in. And I've actually been I've been surprised by the amount of excitement I've witnessed for the new class race combos. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm digging my dwarf shaman. See, and that was one of the strong ones that people just really went for. Yeah. Oh, dwarf shaman. And why the totems are not keg I don't know. They should be, though. It's so it's like, wrong. Come on. No, man. or little hammers. <clears throat> no. no, I want be- yeah, you no. want beer? Considering every... Quest. Quest that you do as that you do for a dwarf, somehow, some way you're gonna involve beer. Like they give it to you as a reward, like the uh-huh. beers have this nice green item and uh you know, five and things of beer. beer because you're a dwarf and you need to have this. It's your life. <laughs> it's like it's like Bender. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, they, they, run, they, on they run on beer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Oh my goodness. But the new quests are great. And I've just done the sliver of Playing my dwarf up through kind of the dwarven zone, so Dunmoro to Lockmordan to the wetlands. Former Lockmordan. Yeah, former. And then uh, up to like Hinderlands, uh, over to the, or somewhere in there. Yeah, Hinterland, the Hinterlands is like level 25 yeah, now, it's right? right? I mean, it's right things after have really. A Rathi. Things so, have really moved along. Yeah. So, so, I mean, well, yeah, it was doing the Plague Lands in the, the 40s. In the, in the 40s. 40s. Yeah. yeah. Upper 30s, low 40s, and now I'm in the Badlands yep. at 50. So. It's been... Uh, Which is a complete change because the Badlands oh. used to be a 30s zone. Yeah, and, and, and a now nightmare it's, yeah. to get around in. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's not so much a nightmare? No, you have actually have a lot of Alliance outposts there that you can use flight as flight points. points. A lot of those flight points. Now, um, is the Badlands... I have to admit, I have not been over to the Badlands yet. Oh, that has the punch quest. I haven't been there yet. Punch? It's punch the quest where, the yeah, how these, the three, the dwarf, the gnome, and the orc are talking Walking about to a bar. what happened when Deathwing showed up. The day that Deathwing the came. The dwarf, when it ran off and punched him in the face, the gnome threw him back to Kalamandor, and the, the orc was going to get into a knife fight with him, but it is, he gets interrupted before he gets to that point. <laughs> but it's a great quest chain. Where you find out what these three guys were doing when Deathwing, because it has the whole scar that Deathwing left as he came out of the earth, is there in Badlands. Oh, that's See, funny. Three Panels Soul did a great uh, Day That Deathwing Came cartoon. Oh, yeah. First, it's, you know, Three Panels Soul is just the three panel cartoon from the guy who used to do Mac Hall. Mm. And the first panel is just a, a shot of Deathwing, you know, flaming the, uh, the earth below him. And then the next frame is people, speech bubbles coming up from below and saying, Wow, he built us a, a new lake with a gazebo next to it. Hey, <laughs> I've reached puberty now. Thanks, Deathwing. Last nice. panel is Deathwing with a big question mark over his head. <laughs> because, yes, it's the cataclysm, but at the same time, especially Stormwind, got major upgrades. Yeah. We got these huge expansions and the lake with the gazebo next to it. And right, all, right. all the zones inside yeah. are bigger. And, 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 and the work and, 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 and is now yeah. a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's like, hmm. 
Yeah, some areas fared a little bit better. Yes, a couple of our towers got melted, but otherwise Thorwing came out pretty well. They kind of gave up the park. Well, yeah. Every night elf in it, but hey. Yeah, but the park (laughs) wasn't a highly populated zone. I mean, yes, it had the night elves in it there, but... Basically, if you were a druid and you weren't hanging out with the night elves, then that was your place but right. otherwise that was the only reason now it's to go a smoking there. crater well yes. yeah but your druid trainer is still over there yeah. she's just a worgen now mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i like the accent on the worgens that are in the game those are pretty nice nice mm-hmm. british accent yep they've been playing a bit obviously okay barry is confirming that uh you can install the game any old time you want <laughs> especially people who have done digital download the switch should get thrown on the servers at midnight pacific time oh okay which is that's typical Blizzard. If you ever look at the the, yeah. the Tuesday notes, they're always talking about you know PST is when we will be doing the rolling restarts, or you know the, their timing is always based on Pacific because that's where the headquarters is. So, so. there you go. You're going to be sitting there waiting for it to come up, anyways. Yep. We'll be there up until an hour before release, then because I believe Havasu is one hour yeah, off. Still of one hour off. Yep. We're on Arizona. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Well, and I mean, let's admit it. The show is going to be nine till midnight. I suspect we're going to be a little punchy. You think? Yeah. So I I would say that that you might be careful of the family rating on that one. (laughs) (laughs) It just is a straight, you know. Well, you guys are all going to be standing in front of a crowd of people. So I bet it's going to be a little easier for you to keep it PG than me sitting here at home miles away, sleep deprived. Because I'm likely going to be involved in all the shows leading up to that. Starting around, you know, n- noon, our time. Ooh. Yeah, well, we got people from from uh, the UK. Right, right. Beginning it much earlier in the day. Just remember, your single parenting. Yeah, bonus. Yeah. Yay, challenge. Yay. It's an achievement out of this, for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's why well, I- we're kind of, I'm kind of hoping that uh, uh, Deathwing comes over us today and, and kills everyone in the zone. Oh, I, that'd I would be like, cool. I would like that as a... I, I just I, I would like to experience it. Yeah. Especially if it was part of a, the a, the actual dance party. So My Chivos, no. No. Yeah. I don't know. I mean we were talking about this in uh in my guild about the fact that somebody was saying, Oh, I really wish Deathwing would come and kill you more often to get this achievement because it's really hard to track him down. I'm like you wish for that now. You should have one time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would be cool once or twice, and then after that, you'd be like, okay, this is really getting annoying. The and expensive. Is showing, yeah, and, and <laughs> I just found the quest mob yeah. I was looking for, and he killed us all. Seriously. Yeah. Jerk. Well, I'm curious is if, if you're in a zone where there's a rare spawn, would that be one of those reset moments of like just after a server restarts? Where all the rare spawns will be there after they come back up after death. Yeah. So you just see this these people stampeding towards the dome trying to get the rare spawn kills. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There'd be would be people in funny. storm peaks like praying for Deathwing then at that point. For the pro- for the for time, that one time pro- lost yeah, the time lost, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've actually I've, <laughs> I've seen that thing's corpse once or twice. Yeah. I, I had the add on for a long time that would actually give you a really big alert when one of the rares came into sensor range basically. Oh wow. And, of course, it was always as I was on the flight point. Of course. Where it would go off. And so, of course, by the time my, my flight landed and I flew back manually, it was dead. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. yeah there's people that are obsessed. Camping that thing 24-7, 365. It camp, is camp, 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 camp. Among the rarest of the rare mounts. <sighs> so, I think we're at our break. We are exactly yeah. at our break. We can... 
talk about WoW before we talk about WoW for three hours tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. Sweet. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. We are brought to you by Audible.com, who I was just listening to as I was driving home just in time to begin the show. I was listening to Wizard and Glass. Oh, yeah. I'm up to... That's book book four. four. Yeah. That's the strange one where he goes into his past, right? That is, uh, once I get past the riddle section, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you just started it then? Yeah, just yeah, just okay. started it. Yeah, it's it's a little different than the previous thing. Each, each of them is really pretty darn different than the one before. Yeah. But anyway, I am use, I'm using my Audible account currently to listen through the Dark Tower series by right. Stephen King, uh, which I'm glad is all complete now because I'm not going to wait another 27 years for him to finish it. If you wish to participate in... Audible.com. You can get a free book if you're from Canada or the United States of America. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash vtwproductions or go to the front page of vtwproductions.com click on the Audible ad on the left hand side and if you are not currently a member and become one, you will get a free book on us. And there will be a baby breathing in your ear. Bounced in the face by a microphone. Uh, Bounced. (laughs) Oh, she wasn't bounced in the face. And when you sign up for that account, we get a kickback. And kickbacks are nice. I guess I'll try this advertisement yeah. some other time. Jeez. Please forgive us, Audible, and please don't cancel us from your no, program. No, go ahead and play the announcement. We'll be back That's fine. right after this. On the first day of winter's veil, a merlock gave to me a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the second day of winter's veil, a merlock gave to me two night elf ears and a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the third day of winter's veil, a merlock gave to me three red snapper, two night elf ears and a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the fourth day of winter's veil, a merlock gave to me four smelly ogres, three red snapper, two night elf ears and a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the fifth day of winter's veil, a merlock gave to me five gold nose rings. 
four smelly ogres, three red snapper, two night elfers, and a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the sixth day of winter's veil, our murloc gave to me six geeks again, king five gold nose rings, four smelly ogres, three red snapper, two night elfers, and a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the seventh day of winter's veil, our murloc gave to me seven dwarfs a drowning, six geeks a ganking, five gold nose rings, four smelly ogres, three red snapper, two night elfers, and a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the eighth day of winter's veil, our murloc gave to me eight former horses, seven dwarfs a drowning, six geeks a ganking, five gold nose rings. Four smelly ogres, three red snapper, two night elfers, and a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the ninth day of winter's veil, a murloc gave to me nine murlocs dancing, eight former horses, seven dwarfs a drowning, six geeks a ganking, five gold nose rings. Four smelly ogres, three red snapper, two night elfers, and a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the tenth day of winter's veil, a murloc gave to me ten orcs a-sleeping, nine murlocs dancing, eight former horses, seven dwarfs a-drowning, six geeks a-ganking, five gold nose rings, four smelly ogres, three red snapper, two night elfers, and a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the eleventh day of winter's veil, a murloc gave to me Eleven eyewind buttons, ten orcs a-sleeping, nine murlocs dancing, eight former horses, seven dwarfs a-drowning, six geeks a-ganking, five gold nose rings, four smelly ogres, three red snapper, two night elfers, and a gnome's head on a pine tree. On the twelfth day of winter's veil, a murloc gave to me. Toto's jumping, eleven island buttons, ten orcs a-sleeping, nine murlocs dancing, eight former horses, seven dwarfs a-drowning, six geeks a-ganking, five gold nose rings, four smelly ogres, three red snapper, two night elfers, and a gnome's head on a pine tree. moment ago, I'm only level nine or so, and I'm hoping you can help me figure out what's going on. Lots of people running around, don't know if they're lost or found. There's a naked guy dancing for all to see. Who would do that? Not me. Well, it's time to sing a song, and if you know it, why don't you sing along? Here we go. At all the things I could be buying I asked somebody for some gold They said that they were broke I think they're lying I realize that I'm on the wrong continent So I best get to step in I hurry up on over to that big balloon 
tired of being dies in hatred, of being peed on by October, of being enticed to play Xbox and have ice cream, or worst of all, to visit the spirit here every week with Ireland. Then it's time to do something about it. The world strikes back every Saturday with GoHex, only on vtwproductions.com. I'm a little girl who likes CCGs, and Doc Dad told me to listen to VTWProductions.com. Isn't it great? That's great! Actual physical contact! And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, and Grail has already spilt his cider. Fail. Just don't spill it on that iPad, man. That would suck iPad's actually reasonably well sealed. You'd have to mm-hmm. really immerse it. To, of course, sweating on it can set off the moisture sensors and void your warranty, but that's a whole other story. Oh, oh. <laughs> Why are you sweating on your iPad? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, good question. What apps do you have? <laughs> Mr. Jobs doesn't know about these. <laughs> so I did see your so long... The, the, the app store doesn't have a, uh, an adult section? <laughs> and it never no, will. No, it never will. <laughs> that's Sadly. actually one of, one of Mr. Jobs' big... Uh, marketing tools is, hey, if you want porn, go get an Android. Mm-hmm. He's basically saying is... Family-friendly, yeah. huh? Exactly. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the brute force implication there. Yeah. You started to say? No, I was just going to say I saw in the Christmas advertisements that Verizon now is advertising their little oh, heck yeah. Android pad. I haven't mm-hmm. actually fondled it yet. but I, yesterday... Spent a great deal of time with a, with a Galaxy Tab really? from the Verizon Network. One of my, my normal uh, early adopting client, as usual. Oh, yeah. John is there for me. <laughs> and he, he has the iPad, of course, but now he also has the Galaxy Tab. Oh, yeah, you got to have both. Got to have, gotta try them both because the Galaxy Tab might be better. Well, right, right. now, you were on Friday when you FaceTimed mm-hmm. with me. I was on you his were, iPhone 4. You were on his iPhone I had 4. The, I, he, I hadn't had the Gal- seen, he hadn't seen the, the FaceTime yet? I don't know what his... His urgency with wanting me to turn it on was whether he just wanted me to, to share with him how cool FaceTime is and just didn't have mm-hmm. enough other friends with iPhone 4s. As soon as he realized, oh, your wife has an iPhone 4, quick, FaceTime her up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm on the, I was on the clock. I was just doing the, what the client said to yeah, do. Exactly. <laughs> you don't pay me for this? Okay. Yeah. yeah, Galaxy Tab's an interesting critter. It fits nicely in the hand. Right, right. Because it is the smaller. It actually fits in the back pocket. Yeah, it's like seven-inch screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the interesting middle ground between iPad and smartphone. Right, right. Um, interface, not as refined. Of course. It is, it's the Android operating system that is designed for smartphones. Ah, uh, okay. So it is still darn good. Yeah. But it is not, it, you know, it lacks that subtle Apple... Flare that doesn't still act as a phone though, right? like this the iPad. version did not. Okay. okay, it had just had the three G data service on the Verizon version. Right, right, right. the The weird thing is because of you know to be certified for Android, it technically has to meet all the smartphone minimum requirements. Uh-huh. So each of these Galaxy Tabs is a qualified smartphone uh-huh. in order to you know be Android approved. Right, because they haven't released the tablet version. Yet it is uh, honeycomb is the internal name of the version for tablets. Gotcha. Right. That doesn't exist yet. So all these tablets you're getting now, based on the Android operating system, are jumping the gun as far as the actual version designed to maximize the tablet form factor. And it shows to a certain extent. The uh, you know on, we're on the iPad to move back and forward through an application. 
the buttons would be right in the same exact location. Yeah, yeah. You're mm-hmm. reaching down for the silk screen buttons on the bottom of the Android mm. to go back, and it's just it is just that little bit less, a little clunkier. Yeah, yeah. And it's like on a, on a smartphone, this would be nothing because you're just moving your thumb down to the bottom, no big deal. Sure. On a tablet, you're picking your hand up, moving it all the way down, and it's just that. Subtle bit of less refined. Right, right, right. Still, great machine. Cool. Lots of fun. And I understand the, you know, the desire of people to have something that's not locked down to the Apple walled garden. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. We were immediately in front-mounted camera, oh, whole cool. nine yards, that's right big. out of the box. Freedom, freedom of expression, right? Uh-huh. It's, it's one of the things. Although we had talked about the fact that, that they would have to be the, the, the open source, the Android-based tablets would have to be really good now because they've got to shake apple loose of the hold that it's got on the the early adopter the tablet market i mean apple and got me to that's get why an i'm iPad. saying it yeah I mean, they can get me to get an ipad yep they've done something significant there where they were so far ahead of the next nearest competitor and we're just now Talking about me finally getting my hands on the nearest competitor, competitor. right? Right, and it's December. It wasn't as good, and cause that was the thing you were saying to me. We were talking about because mm-hmm. I was had commented and said, "Well, should I get you an an Android tablet pad, yeah, right. pad for for Christmas?" Right, and and he's like, "No, <laughs> it's just not yeah. good enough to pull me away." That's funny. Yeah, this this year for Christmas, just to play off that, Dax and I came together. And I said, "You know." Do you want to just do like a joint gift to ourselves this year instead of, you know, you buy me something, I buy you something? She's like, well, what are you thinking? I'm like, well, you know, you want the Connect, and I'll use the Connect. So. <laughs> <laughs> so and I, then bribery occurs. Yeah. <laughs> I hope all of you young people are listening out there and just this, let this be a parable to you to marry the right, right person. Right. Because then you too can one day have this conversation with your significant other. And have it be all right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a done deal. It's just a matter of going and pick it up now. So, <laughs> dream spouses exist. Yep. They do. They absolutely do. Oh, and see so. if, if the Galaxy Tab had been available when I was at the point where I decided I wanted to try the tab and PC thing, I would have gone for it, and I would have been completely happy with it. And Arch Nemesis wow. wishes to participate. That was extended. <laughs> I'm doing nothing here. I'm just holding her in my lap, and she is I just talking of a storm. I don't want her ever to see the lit, the lighted meters <laughs> on the board, because she'll realize the one-to-one correlation between her yelling and the meters bouncing, and then she will never be silent again. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to make the lights go. I want to make the lights go till they go red. Yes, I win if the lights go to red. Yep. But anyway, we are ostensibly in our video game video game section. Woo! So yeah, obviously hey. we have you know that little expansion coming out in about a day and a half. But now. we also have a three hour show. We have a three hour yeah. show though to talk about. Yes, expansion. we have a three hour tour of that. So everybody oh, oh. should be well experienced there. Um, on other gaming fronts, um, trying to think what I've been playing. I actually just I mean to go throwback. Borderlands, uh, a couple of our friends have decided to re-pick that up, and we played through... Right. I'm going to walk her se- out of the room. <laughs> ...the Secret Armory of General Knox, okay. the expansion for that. We just beat that last night. AFK, gonna, those of you at the dance party. <laughs> we're going to move on to the oh, the Claptrap Revolution, I think is the next expansion, or downloadable content off of there. 
Um, I know Aridin has destroyed his way through Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Oh, you mean Aspro? Yeah. And Stars. That's what the kids are calling it. What's Aspro. The, what's the Star Wars one that Force just Unleashed came? 2? Force Unleashed 2. And Where the the revenge of the clone of the guy. Yeah. Like, you better really love the gameplay because the story seemed a little like, eh. <laughs> This thing we totally made up that allegedly happened in the background when you weren't paying attention with this whole extra undetected um, apprentice of Darth freaking Vader. Yeah, yeah exactly. Minor story point. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, not, only unde- not only undetected, but undetected again. Yeah. <laughs> let's like, just wow. Let's just you know blend up a clone here and see what happens. Oh, oh, curse your sudden, but uh, but uh, yeah. Not so good. Inevitable betrayal. So we also saw, though, uh, Black Friday week now. I, I shouldn't even call it Black Friday. I guess Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Well, occurred. Black Friday, then the weekend, then Cyber Monday. No, but Amazon really had solid deals going the entire week. Like, every day checking in on Amazon was a good thing to do. Hmm. Steam did a week-long stale every day of you know various games. <laughs> Picked up the Mountain Blade and Mountain Blade Warblet band for like 10 bucks. So it had uh, some great deals there. Dane sounds fairly dangerous. It, it uh, you know, anytime Steam has a sale, that's that's wallet uh, wallet hemorrhaging at the moment. So. Yeah, but no, and Amazon's still continuing. Like today, I picked up for my uh, nephew or yeah nephew. He wanted uh, Kirby Epic, Epic yarn, yarn for the Wii, which the, we played at PAX. Yeah, the first uh, you know yarn based yeah. side scroller. Yeah, but I mean, it actually look like it's fun. fun. So. So I picked it up for him, and they had it for 35 bucks. Bring it. So I'm like, hey, that's 15 bucks off. That's pretty good. So, I mean, it was one of their lightning flash deals, but I was happy to grab that. I, you Is know. that like a Wootoff? Yeah, exactly. I, mi- I missed buying a Woot bag of crap the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, this is the season where they will usually th- throw some pretty interesting things in yeah, the bag no of kidding. crap where you'll have like a 32-inch flat screen arrive as part of your bag of crap. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like Conan O'Brien's thing, if you've seen that. that the, mm-hmm. He's giving away 20 days of giving away a pine freshener. And he's and to get, and to give you you know a little extra, he's putting a, a holder for it. It's like a Chevy, you know, some car <laughs> as the holder for, a the, holder pine for the pine freshener. freshener. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so Adver- uh, advertising Logitech. Have you seen the Kevin Bacon ad? No, <laughs> it is a really good ad. It has Kevin Bacon playing a rabid Kevin Bacon fan. Okay. So he's got they got him made up as, as this nerdy older guy yeah. with receding hairline, but it's it is you know, clearly and obviously Kevin freaking Bacon. Oh boy! And he's talking about the Logitech uh, remote systems and talking about programming it to find uh, you know all the Kevin Bacon everything and recording yeah. everything Kevin Bacon and it's just this whole self referential oh six degrees of Kevin Bacon yeah. with Kevin Bacon in it and it's just. Wow, that's native win, and <laughs> so seek that. It's probably on YouTube somewhere by now. Nice, <laughs> and it's just huh. Kevin Bacon having a lot of fun as at his own expense <laughs> in, a, in a good way. Oh, that's cool. Okay, back from that tangent. So yeah, no, I mean there was definitely deals to be had. I mean, picked up you know Left 4 Dead two for ten dollars. Um, some of the EA sports games were like thirty bucks. So I mean, it was a good week. I actually even also jumped in. To Blu-ray, finally, because I walked into Best Buy and their Doorbuster Toshiba Blu-ray player that they had for $60. I walked in at 11 o'clock and picked it up off a pallet so I didn't have to. See, this is really the year. I mean, when when the players you know, break the $100 barrier yeah. is when a technology truly arrives. Yeah. 
the thing that I'm really interested to see on these is the fact that very few of them are merely Blu-ray players. True. And I'm really I'm looking for the, around the fifty or sixty dollar mark. The first one I see that has Wi-Fi capability mm-hmm. and a Netflix front end is getting my business for yeah. the upstairs. Yeah, because if I can get that upstairs and supplement the TiVo up there, and then we can start you know buying our or at least renting our movies on Blu-ray. Yeah, but the the weird self-correcting factor in there is if I get one that has Netflix streaming on it, I'll be renting a hell of a lot fewer Blu-ray movies because sure. I'll just get it off of streaming because I'm spoiled that way. And I, I kind of looked at that, too. I was like, well, it doesn't have Netflix on it. It has LAN, but not Wi-Fi. But then I kind of did the math and said, well, the place I'm putting it has a panel that I can easily change the phone jack that's there to a LAN jack. Yeah. No problem. And a wireless bridge. i got those lying around the office. Yeah. So. And I have... The same spot where the same TV it's hooked up to is an Xbox, which has Netflix on it Already. as well. So Not I really don't need that as well. So, I mean, it was just like, eh, for 60 bucks, throw it in. Got uh, Dark Knight on it, which looked great. And, you know, it's, it's a great movie. And then Daxa brought home Eclipse last night. And so I, that I'm touched sorry. my Blu-ray I, player. I, I can't. It's been soiled. I can't look at you. I know. It was really – it's so funny to hear her, too, because she's explained to her sister how this is the best one. <laughs> and you're like, wow, this is the best one. That's like debating the subtle differences in turds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one of them is technically better than the other. Yeah. But they're both turds. They're both turds in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of the uh, – I've become a rather rabid follower of the uh, Top Gear guys, and they were oh, talking yeah. about – they were. They have you know not a lot of respect for. Um, God, I can't even think of it now. The what's the luxury line from Toyota? Oh, Lexus. Lexus. Yeah. They don't have a whole lot of respect for them because they, they they consider them to be the the bastard stepchild of the luxury automobiles. Okay. And they did a review on one that they really liked, and uh-huh. they said, but apparently it was their their supercar, so okay. they used you know. Spent years developing it. It was incredibly expensive, like significantly, like 80% more expensive than the nearest other supercar. Right. And only performed as well as the other one. Because uh, it, was, it was an engineering experiment. It wasn't right. meant to be a retail car. Sure. And their final ruling on it was, it's all these wonderful things, but in the end, you're still driving a Lexus. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so might as well get the Ferrari, because then you're at least not driving a Lexus. So, yeah, that's how I feel about... Um, that whole series whole that we will series. now not speak yeah. of anymore. All right. The interesting thing to observe this year is also that the five-year console cycle is well and truly a thing of the past because there are no new consoles. Yeah, yeah. We still have the Wii, and we still have the Xbox 360, and we still have the PS3. This is almost the age now of let's put an expansion on the console, the Move, the Connect. I um, mean, these are input-output devices. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like the computer industry in general. And I have, you know, I have this little speech that I give to my basic hardware students is they met the basic computing needs of the average computer user 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. And everything since then has been unnecessary gravy that is now getting poured into things like the iPad, mm-hmm. where you take all that computing power and you make it an incredibly easy-to-use interface, low power consumption, low heat output, uh, and incredibly responsive touch interface – but those are the places where new power goes. Yeah. And with a game console, you know, they reached good enough for most people with this last revision of hardware. Yeah, it seems like it. So there's not a big drive behind a new version of the hardware that would bring only a really 
tiny incremental improvement to the gameplay experience. Right. That would, and rightfully, they are worried that you know that would piss the consumers off. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, I had to buy the new Xbox 720, and it barely looks any better or does anything that my 360 didn't do. Right. Right. So instead, we're seeing the Kinect and the Move, yeah. and the. Um, there's the improvement. The, the Wii one. The yeah. Wii improvement yeah. you know, that makes it worth the way it was originally supposed to. Yeah. And just a lot of focus on the online experience to make the device do more as it already stands. Now, I also saw them rolling out the Xbox 360 4 gig version. Mm-hmm. Getting, that, getting that was, way down in the price point there. Yeah, that was the way, like, oh, look at this. You can get an Xbox. It's like two ninety nine. You get all this stuff with it. And it's like, well, notice you're getting a 4-gig drive, though, with it. So right. it is definitely limiting in that factor. But, yeah, they are driving. I think the base system now is 199 for the 4-gig. And you pretty routinely see it down on one, around the 169 mm-hmm. price point. Sure. And it's the whole idea of let's let's get the set top box out there. Oh yeah, and get them hooked on our online offerings. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And it's also the first generation hardware to be completely connect ready right out of the box, where right. it has the special power adapter, where it doesn't soak up an extra USB port. Yeah, because on on an older Xbox 360 with a Kinect, you're going to eat up one of your extra yep. USB ports just to get extra voltage to the unit because it's. It needs it. It yeah. needs it. Yeah. No, and that's what mine's going to be. I mean, luckily, because I'm a avid rock band player, the first iteration of rock band came with a USB hub. Nice. So I have that if needed to, to free up my second port. And that's another nice thing about the current generation of consoles is USB is USB is USB. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you don't need any special adapters, and they're all USB-based now. And the U stands for universal. Mm-hmm. Happy, happy, Which joy, is joy. really good. Yes. So okay. yeah, no, I mean it's it's an, a def, definitely different look than like when we first saw these consoles come out, um, the the PlayStation Three and the Xbox. Even looking you know back one generation behind that, where the Xbox and the PS Two had come out, and it was noticeably better than the previous generation. Right In a now, big way. it's just not the same. Even on computers, I remember buying a computer about every two years. Yeah, for, and having it be a massive upgrade. Right, because and you needed to because the games that were coming out would, would just run. look horrible yeah. or wouldn't run at all. And I look at uh, StarCraft Two that just came out, and we threw it on Aridin's computer, which is n- not a beefy computer at all. It was one of those you know, $500 HP machines I picked up uh, on sale, and it ran perfectly fine mm-hmm. and looked still looked good. The only reason I'm looking at upgrading a component in my computer right now is because my video card keeps overheating. Ooh. Because WoW is actually finally taxing it, and I've done some research and realized that just my particular ATI card was notorious for overheating. I had the same problem on mine. Yeah. Exact same problem. I have a 2600 Pro HD in mm. one slot and a 3400 okay. HD in the other slot for the other two monitors. Yeah. And the, the 3400, no problem at all. And, and the newer revision of WoW actually finally allows you to choose which rendering engine you want to use. Oh, cool. So I actually have moved it into windowed mode and stuck it on, on monitor 3 to get it onto the, the 3400. Right. And that one doesn't overheat at all. Oh, nice. So it is definitely, it's tied directly to that particular hardware. The fan's working fine. It's not a dead fan. or yeah. dead, It was just the cooling they provided by default 
was not sufficient. Yeah, well, I ran an HD, I run a HD 5770, mm-hmm. and I had the same issue, but it was specifically in WoW, somewhat in Windows, and I thought maybe it was a clock speed, so I kind of ratcheted that back, and that helped, but it still happened. And then eventually, doing some research, I found there was a couple uh, command line fixes you could put in, as well as the newest drivers. And so far, you know, knock on wood, so good. It's been running fine. I've been able to crank the clock speed back up, mm-hmm. and it seemed to have some to do with its 2D rendering versus 3D rendering. Well, definitely, when it goes into 3D mode, I've got the hardware yeah. monitor running, yeah. and I can just watch the, the, the heat. Heat goes from <laughs> like 110, yeah. and you know, breaks the 200 barrier, and then the machine automatically shuts down because it reaches thermal yeah. overloads. And that's, just, that's where I was. Saves yeah. itself, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I've been running in 1024 by 768 mode lately just to keep it Duh. on the 19-inch monitor. Uh, and actually, yeah. again, it looks surprisingly good with the, with the redesign to the interface. Um, it's, it's definitely playable. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, since I've been wandering around Eastern Plaguelands pursuing the new non-combat pit. Oh, yeah. I hate you so much, Dark Helmet. I just thought you should know. Mr. Grubbs. Mr. Grubbs. Right. So for you non-combat pet collectors, of course, there are more in the game now. Yes. And there's one interesting series of steps you go through. If you do a wowhead search for Mr. Grubbs, mm-hmm. uh, it's a little carrion grub that will actually do little tricks. It'll flip o- over the top of your character's head back and forth. And because it's Mr. Grubbs jumping through the hoop. <laughs> you do a, a small quest chain at the caravan at the border between right. Eastern and Western Plagueland, which is now a level 40-ish zone. Yep. And there's a flight point in the half of Anderhall that has been retaken. Ah. And, and I'm wandering around Anderhall there, and they've got green grass and all the buildings rebuilt. And then six feet away is the line of demarcation where they're still actively fighting the Scourge. Yes. And it's like, do you fight 27 feet into a village and begin rebuilding while the battle is still going on? I guess so. I guess the Alliance <laughs> does. Yeah, because they have a... It's kind of a good and the bad, the ugly situation because you have the Scourge there, but you also have the Forsaken right. that has taken their section of Anderhall right. and have tried to set up there as well. So at that cold quest line, I went through on my, my Dwarf Shaman, and it was a lot of fun. It was really neat, to the, the battles over Anderhall and mm-hmm. the eventual resolution that happens there. Nice. So. so on the border, at the bridge there, there's a little caravan. Mm-hmm. Actually, you start from Light's Hope Chapel, and they send you to go look for this Worgen woman. Right. And she has you do a couple of quest chains, and then she will get to a point where you can go to the caravan and receive various different blessings. Right. And one of them is Fiona's Lucky Charm, which gives you the ability in Eastern Plaguelands of having there be a small chance that the mob there will drop a hidden stash, mm-hmm. and then the hidden stash has another small, tiny little chance of dropping Mr. Grubbs. Kind of like Mr. Pinchy. Exactly. Same but with, with more of a hope of... Uh, yeah, more with more hope. <laughs> because with Mr. Pinchy, you run out of... Yeah, wishes. Schools. We also oh, run out of schools. Oh, you run out of schools. That's right, yeah. You can burn through them, and you can do all the ones available up there, and they will then right. not reset for a while. This one, you can just keep plowing through mobs that rapidly respawn. Until eventually you get... It took me about three days of logging in for short bursts, and then yesterday, second kill after I logged on, I got Mr. Grubbs. Oh, nice. And then immediately headed over to Darkshore to begin the long quest chain for Withers, the tree Yeah, Withers, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, curse you, Blizzard, for putting more non-combat pets in the game. Oh, of course they are. Bless you for not having them all be stuff that you milk us for $25 for. Yeah, and screw you for not giving us something for the sixth anniversary. Yeah, that was, like, that was yay, great. a letter to say, you know, thanks, thanks, for, playing. thanks for the money. <laughs> and there's 
definitely no relationship between the fact that we're selling non-combat pets for massive profit and being stingy about giving them away uh-huh. in-game anymore. Unrelated things entirely. Oh, by the way, would you like a Moonkin pet? Right, right. 50% goes to charity. On the one pet for a limited time. And they have, they are, uh, uh, oof, it yeah, is. I know. I'm, I'm sure Dax will end up with both of them. Yeah, and that's why they do it, because they learn with that retarded horse oh, yeah. that it, it prints well, money. Even, even their first batch of pets. Uh, the Yeah, again, the same deal there, where part, of, part of the money from the Pandaren Monk yeah. for the first month or two went to charity. And all people hear is, and get in their brains, is, oh, buying the non-combat pet, I'm giving to charity. Right, right. And nobody remembers the fact that it's half of the money from one of the pets for a limited number of weeks. Yeah. And the other pet is pure profit for Blizzard. Hey, if I could make money that easily, I would probably do it, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't knock them for for offering it. But, I mean, you could have made three pets and given one as the anniversary pet. That would have been nice. Hell, just you know, a recolored version of the little baby blizzard bear. Yeah. <laughs> the, baby glizzard, the baby grizzly bear. Exactly. How long would that have taken to work up? Just to say, hey, I was here for all these years and I have all these pets. Yeah. But no, it's all about the cash. Thank you, Uncle Bobby. Six million dollars! Dang it. From non-combat pets. They're just reskins. I love them. <sighs> and on that uplifting note, let's yeah, go to exactly. our break. Yeah. Woo-hoo, yeah. <laughs> this is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by JitBit Software's RSS feed creator. JitBit makes all kinds of great widget software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com, or you can follow the link from our front page at vtwproductions.com. Coming up here, we have some more holiday-based music, since we are in that oh-so-brief holiday period. We have, oh, at least <laughs> the Jonathan Colton pod, Podsafe Christmas song. Mm-hmm. And I'll queue up another one here, because that one's kind of short. We'll be back right after this. Okay, guys, everyone ready to sing the song? Yeah, I'm Great. Now, remember, it's almost Christmas, and nobody has any pod-safe Christmas music, so uh, that's your motivation here. Uh, C.C. Chapman, you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. And uh, Lennon Nora from Jawbone, good to go? Let's do this! And uh, Adam Curry, Skyping in from the helicopter flying somewhere above your golden palace. You all patched in there, Adam? Adam. Adam! Except, uh, Adam, you sounded a little bit like you were rushing it there at the end. Uh, you know what I mean? Buddy? Whatever, dude. All right, well, I can't say I care for the attitude, but, you know, just pay attention next time. Now, uh, the rest of you, I just wanted to go over... Adam. Adam, did you say something to me? No. Oh, that's funny. I thought I heard you say something. No, I didn't. Look, I don't want to go through this with you again. We're here to sing a song about pod safe Christmas music, and I, I just want everyone to do their best, you know? I mean, can you just give me a little effort? 
Shut up, Cece. Adam, just give me a little effort, okay? Adam? Adam? Adam! Jesus, what? like heaven where I played till level seven where the pine trees grow in cold ridge valley snow that's a place that I remember where it's always been December burning yuletide logs killing wild drugs in the valley of the shadow moon I go strolling where the glowing magma pours And the lava brings back memories Of smelting presence in the heart of Iron Forge When the grinding gets you down Hop a griffin to my town In the land of ice and snow it's always Christmas time in Dunmore Nothing's changed since I was small Reginald's brewing in Brunel And Hammerfoot's old friend It seems he's lost again Everyone's in need of questing There's a herd that needs protecting And when you've killed Vagash Well, fetch old Magrin's stash Pulling tricks on Jarvan Thunderbrew Collecting fallout for Aussie Toggleport Hauling barrels For the barley brews Helping Felix get that one last missing bolt When the grinding gets you down Grab a flight back to my town In the land of ice and snow It's always Christmas time in Dunmore girl by 
Christmas night our hearts would break I said, there's more to life than this And she said, I just want to fish So if you happen by that way Wish her a happy holiday Cause in the land of ice and snow It's always Christmas time in Dunmore It's always Christmas time in Dunmore It's always Christmas time in Dunmore It's always Christmas It's always Christmas It's always Christmas time in Dunmore Ladies and gentlemen, my name is The Kexman and I am here in regards to the new VTW show Wipe, Rinse, Repeat airing on Mondays at 7pm GMT, 2pm EST with an hour's pre-show beforehand. Tune in for all the news and views in the PVE area of World of Warcraft. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality or their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Hello, I'm Oxtail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do... Send an email to vtwsubs at gmail.com. That's vtwsubs at gmail.com. You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio with all of us and all of you. As we cruise into our email shoutouts and audience participation section. Woo! Boo and ya and ya and boo and baby cooing in my lap. It's a happy, happy thing. Yes, you will likely be making me walk away from the microphone soon. So, yeah. Preemptive strike AFK to all of you. There you go. Grail, you got one in I got, there? Yeah, I got and a long one here. So, begin with the we long will one. begin. All right. This is called Gameplay versus Game Fun. All right, starting off with some section about Barry, though. It's kind of odd. Whenever Barry's introduced, I can't help but think of Barry Bear character from the Angry Beavers. Barry Bear, a character based on Barry White, is a hulking yet kind-hearted friend to the Beaver Brothers. Possessed of a sultry, deep voice, Barry is a prodigious singer, a diehard vegetarian, contrary to his species' general carnivorous nature. There you go, little Barry White. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if the next mix rambles, but I feel the need to tell someone who's uninvolved but still will understand what the heck I'm talking about. 
Having been in the same guild since June of 2009, I've made some very good friends. However, recently one guild member left and formed his own guild, and the other members of the first original guild followed, which led to the ranking officers to think that he was leeching or recruiting members um, from the original guild. However, this is not the case. The stated first guild is a very, very relaxed rating guild, having only just seriously to begin making attempts on the Lich King. Yes, just a few weeks before Cataclysm. Whereas the Spinner Guild downed Lich King within the first few weeks of its, uh, the guild's creation. I would never consider myself a hardcore raider and would be much more inclined to call myself casual, yet I do enjoy coming home from work or school, hitting a raid pretty hard, so call me casually hardcore. <laughs> hey, what an idea. We That's should write that down. Know. That sounds huh. awesome. Okay. So, as it is now, I have really no confidence in the first guild's ability to progress through the raids in Kata, while the Splinter Guild shows great promise. However, due to the politics and incorrect assumptions of the first guild, I feel that I would be shunned by them if I were to leave for the Splinter Guild. Due to work and school, I have a very inconsistent schedule, and my week-to-week attendance is different all the time. In short, I guess I'm sick of guild politics and no raid progression at all on the few nights I do have so. I'm worried about losing longtime friends, but I'm also worried about not having any fun at all with the game and just slamming my head against the wall instead of making raid progression. I know you are all casual players, and I know some of you do raid. I suppose I'm just curious as to what all of you individually value more, having fun with the people in your guild, silly fun achievement chasing, mountain pet collecting, or the most recent endgame content progression. As of late, I'm having a real hard time trying to find where I stand, so I'm having troubles seeing where my future lies. And due to the fact that he's encouraged his guildmates, which I love this part, to listen to our show, he would like to remain, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, remain anonymous at this time. So thank you, person on some server with some class. Out there <laughs> somewhere. Person somewhere. maybe not even playing World of Warcraft. You might that's, not exist. That's exactly it. Yep. Uh, so the TLDR version is the drama llama is bad. Yeah. And sucks the, the fun out of everything. Which, number one, we're right before an expansion. Yep. If there's ever a time the drama llama to show its head in a guild, it's before an expansion. I think they just stuck that. wings on the drama llama and called it Deathwing. There you go. Or, t- you know, Same the so it's the, hell so it's the drama llama wing? Yeah. There you go. Ooh. There you go. Tramalama. Tramalama wing. All right. So syllables. Syllables. I will start. I have had times where I've had um, what I guess you consider my main characters in a guild that's very casual. And with folks I know in real life, I've had time where my main characters have been in a guild that I've kind of gone off and found on my own. Right now, it's it's the latter. I say do what you find fun. It's a game. You're paying money to have fun in a game. So if you're really yeah. worried about your friends... You know, talk to them, and if they're friends, you can explain the situation, and they'll be cool with it. If they're not, then, you know, you got to kind of make your decision from that point. But I still think that if you guys have long-term friends you've built relationships with, it's very easy to explain to them, I'm looking for something different. And if someone is unwilling to understand that or is willing to create drama simply because you've gone to find the gameplay style that you need for this point in your life... Exactly. It's not a particularly good friend. That would be what is known as a fair-weather friend who is only your friend when, you're, when you are doing what they want you to do. Exactly. This is a great way to detect that kind of person and uh, surgically excise them from your online existence. Yeah. So, yes, it is an inherently painful... Change is always potentially... Oh, of course. Change is always painful. Change yeah. is good. You go first. first. Yeah. Oh, God. That oh, feels no. like a corporate you know retreat that right is there. that is a uh, <laughs> dilbert cartoon yeah. change is good you go first yeah so 
yeah, you're you're in. Uh, you've been put into an unenviable position, mm-hmm. and there really is no right answer. No, there is what you want to do with your time, and you can't force other people to react a particular way. No, all you can do is keep them as informed as possible. Say, hey, here is what I am doing. Here is why I am doing it. Why I am pursuing you know stuff for my enjoyment. Um, I'm not. Leaving you, I'm going towards this other thing that I want to do. Right. If you have a problem with that, I'm very sorry about it, but it's not going to change my decision. Uh, have a nice day. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. Well, I, and honestly, that's just the healthy way to do these sorts of things is just to say, here's what I want. I'm going to go do this. It's not a reflection on any of the individuals, it's just a reflection on where that particular guild is going at that mm-hmm. point in time. People I mean, take that's this the weird reality. thing of, you're leaving me. This oh, thing yeah. we have built, we've, Im- we've imbued it with, with uh, powers of its own, and you can't leave the guild. No, exactly. Like, the guild is a person. Yeah. Organizations of people who get together to have fun are wonderful things. We did not marry. <laughs> right, right, right. When, no. when you joined the guild, this wasn't a wedding ceremony. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not divorcing because you go join another guild. But at the same time, you, know. I mean, you also have to realize if your guild has the stated goal of being very, very casual, you're not going to change that either. Don't no, 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 no. Yeah. It's just, well, okay, that's a, yeah. uh, that's a relationship moment. Recognize what the mission of the right, guild is. Right. You're going to beat and your don't head against try and, the wall. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't try and beat something If you've something moved it into isn't. a place where you want to be a little more hardcore about your rating, for now at least, mm-hmm. trying to achieve that in an organization whose stated goal is not that... Right. Uh, there's a mismatch there. Yeah, it's not going to work And you're well. doing them and yourselves One a disservice by... One of these by, things is not, not like the others. others. One of these things just doesn't belong. belong. Yeah. So that's the reality. Saw Schoolhouse Rock DVD set at Target yesterday. Just just put it, you know, put it aside. You know, put your, put your big girl pants on and deal with it. Yeah. Big girl pants? Big girl pants. Ah, yeah. So, um, was that... That was, that was the it. one that was question the, from that email? Yeah, it was a long email to explain a situation that, you know, not to minimize. I know it's, it's stressful to go through, but I've seen, I've been there. Ever, a lot of folks go through that point where they realize the folks I've been playing with for a long time are going in a different direction than I want to go. And I either have to, you know, break away from that or I have to, you know, change what I'm, I want. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Look for the, the best alignment with, with yourself. I have an email. Okay. Is this the one that's going to make Barry go, why the hell is it this show that always gets these emails? No. Good. This one is... <laughs> I have that one. Okay. This one is B-Day Shoutout. Okay, that's different. Yeah. B-Day Shoutout. Greetings, crew of the Internet Heroes. It's Agrius SW here again with a quick request. Ooh, this time. week is my 25th B-Day, and I would like to send a shout-out to my guild, Civil Warcraft, on Shattered Hand US. My buddies in real life... And biggest shout out to my loving girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett. Thank you guys for giving me the great gift of your friendship and love. And thank you, CH Crew, for helping make this a good year. Agrius SW, Level 80 Human Paladin, Guild Civil Warcraft, Shattered Hand US, and Paladin to Ambrosia. And we will now sing the traditional... Yes, may oh. I get a drop-in of the reader's choice? Oh, oh my. Uh, mm. I've got a baby in my arms, so here, stand by. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so what do we feel stand like by. dropping mm. in today here? It should be a nice I long know, pick one, some. I think. Oh, this will make Grail happy. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. And we will sing the traditional 
uh, worldwide, well-renowned birthday song. You're, you're older, older than, than you've ever been, and now you're even older. And now you're even older, and now you're even older. You're older than you've ever been, and now you're even older, and now you're older still. Happy birthday. Yay. Woot. Happy birthday to you. Okay. Um, yes, speaking of birthdays, um, Gnomewise turns uh, a, a decade older this week. No. I thought I would mention that. It's a round and number with a zero at the end. I'm still is. only turning one year older. Yes, one year older, but it is one of those round numbers. Ever come has up. the what? zero. So, um, those of you who who feel like it can start wishing him a uh, happy birthday in game. I'm older than I've ever been, been and, and now, now you're I'm even older. And now I'm even <laughs> older. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so, so here's there the we one go. that's going to make Barry V.A. face palm and say, why do my shows that I rep for get these emails? Why do I raid with why, you people? Which one is this? Why he's so bothered by these because I it, what's enjoy it called? these. What it involves heavy, very heavy, uh, real-life themes, um, not always the most sunshiny. This one has the nice happy ending attached to it. What is the title of the email? Uh, Turning Tragedy into Joy. Okay. As if that wasn't a hint. Uh-huh. Hello, Casually Hardcore crew. I write to you in hopes of inspiring out there those uh, with challenges in their lives. I have a friend who three months ago quit playing World of Warcraft, not because he wanted to, but because he was forced to. He was involved in a car wreck that resulted in his left hand being crushed and then amputated. I have sat by and watched him sink into depression for not being able to play his favorite MMO and other computer games. After doing some looking around and reading reviews from uh, the great Total Biscuit himself, I settled on the Razer Naga mouse. Today, I gave this to my friend and helped him to set it up. He's now playing and actually able to do what he enjoys doing, playing his shaman and paladin healers. While he's still learning how to fully use the mouse, add-ons like Clique have made it easier than I would have ever thought. Next on the list for his Christmas gift is a Logitech G13 gamepad. I'm looking forward to the surprise on his face and the joy that it will bring. I hope this email helps those out there realize that the gaming peripheral market is starting to have some options for those who cannot play games typically. So buck up, do some looking around, and I'm sure you'll find something out there that you can use. Sincerely, Nairdim of AIE Earthen Ring. Cool. There have been, I've seen uh, stories of quadriplegics mm-hmm. who have successfully adapted hardware to allow mm-hmm. them to effectively pay, play MMOs. So people who basically can actuate a single control point. Mm-hmm. People use, who you see, they usually have the straw adapter for their mouth to guide their uh, wheelchair and such have adapted that into incredibly complex and effective interfaces for video gaming. So even if you're down to the point where you can basically have an on-off switch, there are options, I watched, and you should seek them. I watched a technology the other day. It was at uh, Ars Electronica this year, which is a, an international um, arts and electronics festival that takes place in, um, I think it's Vienna every year. Um, it's, anyway, beautiful, beautiful country in Europe um, and city that they're in. But essentially, they, they take all kinds of the, the intersection of art, technology, and, and electronics together. Mm-hmm. And this year, one of the big pieces that was displayed was um, it, it's basically drawing with your eyes. Mm-hmm. So they have taken it and they have adapted the, the capture of eye movement, eye tracking. eye tracking technology, and made it so that uh, this quadriplegic, essentially, who was a, who's a tagger, 
before he uh, basically he he would draw on buildings. He would oh, okay. paint murals and he would do and and he was doing it legally later in life. He was mm-hmm. painting murals, you know, as as pure artwork, and he can now still do that using his using eyes. his eyes. And so it's a uh, it was a really interesting um, piece that they were actually showing at the at the show. Grimhound comes so. out with a great one-liner that if you, you, someone who's in this position, my buddy can raid heal better than you, and he's paralyzed from the neck down. <laughs> oh. That's a modern adaptation of Yo Mama So Fat. Yep. So yeah, if uh, you know, never underestimate the power of uh, technology to overcome physical limitations, because there's all kinds of options out there, and just I've toyed around with the Razor Naga. Um, I wish they made a slightly beefier version just because my big meaty fingers don't do well on their little 12 pad. Mm -hmm. I can see why that would be perfectly useful for someone who was reduced to one hand for gaming. Oh, yeah. Of having 12 keybinds available to the thumb. Yeah. And never mind the regular buttons across the top and the buttons on the other side. You know, that's an awful lot of key combos you can create. Yeah, there that's powerful. For all the common things you do during a fight. And if you're a healer, that's especially useful if you, you just get a system up where you have the grid to click on. Mm-hmm. And then you're all about key combos with your right hand. And being a longtime Healbot user, I do the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, I have the shout-outs to a very, actually, long list of people who came to the dance party today. You go, girl. And are continuing to to be here enjoying the dance party. It is time for joy. So we have uh, Jimeria and None Left and Kid Kid. Nuj Kildare, who also came over as uh, Dominamea. Um, Aristotile, uh, Boba Fetish, Heliosa, Dread Knight, Rink, Kath Adorable. Zarek, Copy, Mustachio Soul, um, Elodie, Calgore, Drakil, Illy Haste, um, Hail Nemesis, Darhas, Arbuzz, Hammer Time, Jonica, Canthon, and Super Cool Kid. Super Cool Kid. Super Cool Kid. Oh, right. So, those, if I miss somebody, just send me a text. We forgive you. Um, and, yeah, I'll see if I can get the shout-out in there. But at the moment, I think I captured everybody. Cool. Happy little things. From the Black Void via the amazing Barry Von Awesome, I have a shout-out from None Left. Shout-out to Illy Haste, Kid Kid, and Durahas, who get themselves PvP flagged <laughs> and so begged for some uh, MC fights at the dance party. And let's see. Something from Gwen... <laughs> on our back to our little uh, speaking about the different uh, pupil interfaces, saying it's the pupil pistol from Robotech. It's like, yes, it's yeah. exactly what it is, Gwenora. Uh, yeah, and poor again. Shout out to Gwen who is uh, recuperating from said uh, herniated disc and or ruptured disc. He's going to be going under the medical scanners again on Monday to get a closer look at uh, what the source of the ow is. And ow. all I can say is enjoy the good drugs. Cool. Yeah, N- Nush Kildare would like me to say that I forgot Michael J, but understand that Michael J is his dancing dog. <laughs> the fox. <laughs> the fox. It's the dancing fox. The new fox yeah. that every Nush hunter Kildare in the world has. We don't cover pets. pets. So, no. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you have to buy separate pet insurance for that. There you go. We don't have that. It's, yeah. yeah, not so much. All right, that brings us up to our break time. It's a great break. time. You are listening. Kek. Kek, 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 kek. 
And even though Octail spears himself through the left eyeball with a sharpened candy cane whenever Ow. we say it, you are listening to Casually Hardcore, and we are, in fact, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Got a little more holiday-style music, another Jonathan Colton one here. This one's called Chiron Beta Prime. And we'll see what else I can find in to pad out the old music break. We'll be back right after this.
I'm Octail. I am Gnomewise. And you are listening to VTWProductions.com. Versus the World Radio. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio as we cruise into our final segment of the day. For the third and final, final time tonight, right, sir. sir. It will likely be slightly abbreviated just to get these people ready to go on the road so they may provide for all of you pleasure and enjoyment from the launch party of Cataclysm. On the road again. I don't want to be on the road again. I, I have Bob Dylan's disease. disease. Anyway. You have a s- like spacey baby on your lap now. <laughs> She's rather entertaining that way, is she not? <laughs> so we cruise into our general nerdiness segment to close out the show. Thanks, as usual, to the Casually Hardcore Research Division. This week, consisting of Boba Fetish, Fangs, and... Id or Eid, you really need to mail us to the show at alphageekradio.com and give us the final ruling on how we are to pronounce your name. It is spelled E-I-D, which makes me want to go Id, Yep. but you might have other opinions on the matter. Deus Ex, Id again, none left, Sisulian, you too, Sekulian or Sisulian, you need to, to clarify for us via email, the show at alphageekradio.com, pluggity plug, Mick Plugster. Lots and lots of nerdy, geeky links for us to follow. Grail, have you one? I saw you investigating one with a very strange face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how well this will play over a radio. But oh, okay. It's all about a visual joke. <laughs> well, not was, so much. Yeah, I mean, the, the story is that a guy uh, swallows an entire bag of cocaine to avoid Whoa. seizure from the police and then has mugshot taken. And his mugshot, he looks... Like he just swallowed an entire bag, bag of, of cocaine because <laughs> <laughs> okay. he's very animated. <laughs> oh, no. As right before the cardiac arrest. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, so whoa. apparently the bag broke in his well, system. yeah. I don't know if it was like a balloon or what. Oh, not good. Oh, no, no, no. They're, you know, it's just not worth dying. He's just like, just don't, 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 don't trade drugs. Don't do drugs. Don't do any of that don't crap. Don't kids. Yeah. Now, we had a couple of uh, notable people who passed away during this last week. Oh, yeah. Sad. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen, uh, yeah. star of screen primarily, both small screen and large screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Airplane. Known, known for his, his later life comedic roles, but has a mm. firm place in science fiction, hard sci-fi history oh, yeah. for his leading role in Forbidden Planet. Right. Yep. Um, he passed away. And then Irvin uh, Kirshner. The director of what is generally held to be the best of the Star Wars films, mm-hmm. The Empire Strikes Back. And if you don't agree with that assertion, what movie were you watching? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he also passed away at age 87. Leslie Nielsen passed away at age 84. At least we can say they had long lives. Long and fruitful lives. Oh, yeah. Leslie Nielsen was, was working right up to pretty much the bitter end. Yeah, no um, kidding. Putting out all kinds of fun stuff. So a, a moment of silence uh, to honor their passing. And we're moving on. Okay. There's another fun one here that uh, Barry B.A. can link. Best Buy HDMI cable. Only $659.99. Now, here's a little story for all of you kids. When we moved over from analog technologies to digital technologies, so Dolby Digital Audio, HDMI video audio combo meals, which basically takes DVI and uh, Dolby Digital and smashes them together onto a single cable, the quality of the cable ceased to matter nearly as much as it used to oh, yeah. in the days of analog. So with analog, 
and my child is now snoring in my lap, which is hilarious. <laughs> in the case of analog, she passed out completely. When you're removing your analog signal from the source device into your preamp or your amplifier, and then out to your speakers, every time a cable was involved, this was an opportunity for electrical resistance right. and degradation of the signal quality and strength. So companies like Monster Cable, you know, made their bread and butter off of really, really high-quality materials, highly conductive interfaces to combat this. And they're trying to carry that forward into the digital age. Right. If you can get an HDMI cable for $6.99 and you are getting full picture and you can hear the sound, that is as good as this $660 cable that they're trying to sell you as the high-end, super-duper HDMI cable. Right. Because with digital signals, it's either on or it's, or it's off. off. Right. And there's a very, very very tiny middle ground of where the signal strength would, redu- would result in things like video artifact- artifacting and audio cutting out. But again, it's going to be extremely noticeable when you have a cabling quality issue. So don't spend more than 20 25 bucks tops on an HDMI cable, kids, because they're really selling snake oil when they're send, telling you digital cables. My favorites are the, the digital optical cables for hooking up optical audio, which are fiber optic light with gold-plated contacts. And it's a fiber optic cable, and gold plating doesn't do anything because it's all about moving light around, not electricity. Oy. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. No uh, buyer beware. So, caveat emptor. What do you yep. got? All right. So we got Puppy Love, A Man Marries His Dog. Okay. I'm going to choose this moment to try and put the girl down because I don't okay. want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Well, I have no idea. I haven't seen this one yet. So you go. Yeah. Apparently a young Toowoomba man uh, yesterday tied the knot with his best friend, his five-year-old Labrador named Honey. Perhaps the first for the Garden City Laurel Bank Park hosted a wedding of Joseph... Guscio and Honey, a Labrador he adopted five years ago. Thirty of the couple's closest friends and family were in attendance for the emotional ceremony held at dusk. Uh, Apparently it's not sexual, it's just pure love. So, there you go. Uh, Man marrying dog. Dog, yeah. Uh, Wow. So, yeah, I don't have much more to say on that one. I mean, I guess, you know, you're not hurting anybody hopefully you're not hurting the dog and <sighs> creepy yeah yeah pretty ridiculous well you know there's a few there's another one in here is basically a, a paralyzed accident victim is fighting for the right to die mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. he's 27 years old he's been paralyzed since the age of three um in a car accident he can speak and eat, but his diaphragm muscles won't move. So, so he's, he's on a ventilator. So he's on a ventilator for, well, he's been on a ventilator since the age of three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he basically, he says he has no friends. He has no education. He has no education prospects. He has no job prospects. He has no love prospects. He said, I just don't want to live like this anymore. I, I'm just, I find myself in this place of... There's so much, so much possibility with technology. You hate to see people give up hope, but I also can't imagine living for 24 years like that, the way that he's lived. 
It's very easy to see how and someone so, could arrive at that place of... Yeah. You know, if the first half of the movie has sucked, there's not a lot to indicate to you that the uh, second half of the movie might right. be any better. Right. A lot of, and a lot of people would get up and leave the movie at that point. Exactly. Um, people just get a little weird when you start changing that from movie to life and existence on this plane. Right. Exactly. So, I, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm going to go back and, and hit the uh, TSA security one. Uh, which one? The Adam Savage one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there's another one in here that is, is actually a fictitious... Uh, I got I to teach mm-hmm. our research team to start checking out Snopes.com before uh, they yeah, put these no things kidding. in the thread. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's about three in here that are all completely fake. <laughs> but yeah, the Adam Savage one is fun. Adam Savage goes through TSA security with two 12-inch long razor blades. Mm-hmm. He uh, forgot. That he had them on his person. <laughs> and realized he had sailed through yep. with them on went through, went he went through, through the Yep. He went through the backscatter machine, and they didn't wow. pick him up. Yeah. And ended up on the, on the plane, he realized. Oh, wow. This will get me wrestled to the floor. Right, yeah. And cavity hmm. searches. Probably yeah. not a good idea to, you know, bring up the fact that I've got them on me now. <laughs> this wouldn't be the... T- this would not be the time. Mm-hmm. Now, coming so, up... This, uh, was it, mm, is it Friday after next? Uh, anyway, December 17th, mm-hmm. we have Tron Legacy. Yeah. So mm, they're definitely coming. ramping up oh, the hype yes. machine. Oh, yeah. So there's plenty of trailers and snippets and interviews and things to be had out there. Um, looking like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. So it should be a fun action adventure that doesn't uh, depart too awfully badly from the original source material. And... Looks to be a rocking good time. And also, uh, things are finally moving forward. And since we're sticking with film here, uh, Peter Jackson, who is now, after all, going to be directing the uh, Hobbit films. Yeah. Uh, films? Going, yeah. They're making a multi-part of that? They are using the source material of The Hobbit uh-huh. and unpublished works and other material to make a bridge movie between the events of The Hobbit oh, and the okay. beginning of Fellowship of the Ring. So right. you'll see the White Council's raid on Dull Gulder, right? Uh, throwing Sauron out of his old stronghold, which turns out is <laughs> all a part of his plan. Yeah. So all these things that happened in the background, they're going to flesh them out and turn them into a, uh, you know, a whole other film. So they'll probably do most of the Hobbit in the first movie, finish off the Hobbit, and then the bridge material. And uh, anyway, they're going to arrange it somehow where it will be two movies. Shooting completely in 3D, and that's yeah. this, this article was talking about him picking which 3D cameras he was going to go for, and we'll see what uh, okay. comes Okay, this is a really funny, it's, it's just a little baby article posted on the Daily Blink, Okay, and it is called Double Secret Reverse Psychology. Okay. It's basically uh, this idea of all these people standing here, it's, the, it's a beautiful drawn little cartoon of Deathwing, and it's got the little... Uh, bubbles of people talking coming up right under his chest as right. he's expanding his chest. Kill me and me, me next. Uh-huh. And you just see next to Deathwing's head, sigh. Yeah. <laughs> Sightings of the supervillain known of Deathwing have become more isolated in recent days due to what's being reported by friends of the dragon to be a lack of enthusiasm after discovering <laughs> that his enemies are desperately trying to get killed by his molten flame. Nice. It was a bit of a shock seeing so many of his foes rushing with glee to have their faces melted, said Lucifron, local boss and neighbor. This new achievement just takes all the fun out of it for him. How can you be a sadist when your victim enjoys the entire process? 
In a recent sighting, however, Deathwing seems to have found a workaround, trolling citizens of Azeroth by flying over zones while refusing to kill anyone, (laughs) thereby causing the anguish and wailing that he'd originally hoped for in the first place. His only war cry throughout was, QQ more, submit a ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome cartoon. Fabulous little... Um, new villain disturbed by willingness to stand in the fire. Mm-hmm. Deathwing says, okay, that's kind of creepy. Stop it. <laughs> wow. Fantastic little article. That is, I mean, that's that playing awesome. off of the wonderful thing. Place of called the Daily Blink. People want their, their feet of strength and they, oh, want, yeah. they want their death. Like, you will kill they me. They want it now. You will kill me. Yeah, exactly. Kill me now. Kill me now. Oh. Come on. <laughs> All right. So what do you got? Anyone? Uh, we have one here that the, let's see, Muslim organization to rate games based on values of Islam. Uh, they're forming a new software rating uh, institution, much like the ESRA. Now it's going to be the ER, or I'm sorry, ESRB. ESRB is the current rating. Oh, I'm sorry. For so general the, purpose. So they're making a version of it that's yeah, so specific to... Entertainment Software Rating Association. So basically, much like I've seen in the, with Christians, they have their own ratings or their own games that would appeal more to their values, uh, much for books, movies, right. uh, video games. They have one now for uh, Islam as well. Uh, you know, more power to you. Yeah. <laughs> If you're going to do the religion thing, yeah. then do the religion thing. there page. you go. You have this. So There's a link here to Kotaku. Civilization IV's opening theme is a finalist for a Grammy nomination. It seems like that should be from a couple of years ago, though. Yeah, because it's Civ Four. Right. So but, why are they just now being nominated for a Grammy? Oh, let me check the uh, date on this, see if they linked to something ancient. No. That's really strange. No, that's up to date. The opening theme for Civilization Four is the first original composition associated with a video game to be a finalist nominee for a Grammy. The track Baba Yetu is in the Best Instrumental Arrangement Accompanying Vocalist category. Baba Yetu huh. represents one of two Grammy nominations for composer Christopher Tin. He originally created the track for Civilization Four back in 2005. Since then, professional choirs have performed at nearly uh-huh. 1,000 live events, extending its popularity and attracting notice of the National Academy of Recording Arts. Okay, so it makes sense now. Gotcha. Because it enjoyed this other life in live performance. That's why. But its original debut was in Civ Four. Uh-huh. Interesting, no? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Life imitating art, imitating video games. Okay. That's really funny. What do you got? How Tron should really look in 2010. That was freaking awesome. It's a visual joke, so we'll have to link it in the show notes. But the picture, you know how they added in the game the plants versus zombies in World of Warcraft you played to get the the singing sunflower pet? Right. Um, That is one of the things that's funny about Tron. If you think about how gaming has evolved and the vast variety of games that are available. And what are technically the most popular games around right now. Exactly. Tron should basically be playing Farmville. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It should be planting things. One of the very few episodes of South Park I've seen in the last decade. I saw because I was wandering by students at the university who were playing the Tron-based Facebook-mocking episode of South Park no. where Stan's profile becomes so huge it becomes sentient. <laughs> he can't delete it and it pulls him in onto the game grid through the 
uh, webcam in his iMac. Oh, jeez. In a, you know, a scene right out of the original right, Tron. Right. And of course, you go in there and everyone is Tronitized. So they've got their Tron armor on. Yeah. But they're also doing their conversations with each other are all, David Mackison just friended. But he also he meets his own Facebook profile. Of course, his huge Sark like uh, oh, the whole battle at the end again. Yeah, yeah. But there's a segment awesome. in there where um, Kyle has Stan on the screen of his computer and desperately trying to get him to water his plants and farm. Yeah, I died. saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what this cartoon is. The first two frames of. Uh, Sam from Tron Legacy right. talking to one of the sirens, and the last thing is him standing in Farmville. No! Uh, yeah. And that's sad because it's fairly true. Yep. All right. That brings us to a screaming halt at the end of the show. Join us tomorrow for special events. We've got the Countdown to Cataclysm. We have. Natural 20 joining us. Go Hex with, I believe, False Almighty. And a little bit of Barry VA thrown in for good measure. What? Yeah. We caught them live on the air the other day, stealing the streams, testing out see, Barry VA, see, Skyping in when to you, Go Hex. When you say a little bit, a little bit of something, mm-hmm. it always makes me think of that insane song, A Little Bit of Monica uh-huh. in My Life. And oh, I'm yeah. like, A Little Bit of Barry by My Side. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. Sorry. So, starting tomorrow at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, that would be 10 p.m. That's on the 6th. Because you guys in GMT, you cross right over the international dateline there, and it becomes the 7th over there way before it becomes the 7th here. We have Natural 20 starting off from 6 to 8 Eastern. That's 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. GMT. We have a to be announced. We're still trying to figure out who we're going to plug in there. That might just be me or me and Octail doing a little Alpha Geek radio action there. There you go. From 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, that's 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. GMT, Almighty Farseer and Kexman will be reuniting on the air for something they're calling uh, the Essence of Wipe, Rinse, Repeat. All right. From 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. GMT, Go Hex will be on the air, and there may be a Barry VA sighting. There just might be. No. And then from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, that's 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. GMT, the Casually Hardcore launch show Live from the Hastings store in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. We still have real live WoW players at the microphone along with us. And I'll be hosting it from here, and they'll be Skyping in, and I will be in control. I have power, power, power! Yep. Skype, 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 Skype is your friend. Skype, 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 Skype! Skype and wireless internet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, baby. So join us tomorrow. You don't even have to wait a week. we got all kinds of fun stuff happening tomorrow in honor of the launch of the new expansion. Yes. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. And I've been Grail. And we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people. The bomba did a 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 bomba did a